0: Hello, everybody. Welcome. This Sunday, we are celebrating the Feast of the Assumption. We have readings from Revelation, uh, Paul's letter to the Corinthians, his first letter, and the Gospel of Luke. So, Revelation, always a book that I think kind of scares people. They, they, they don't understand what it means or don't understand some of the symbolism or different things like that. Here, this one seems pretty straightforward, uh, at least I think so. Relatively. Maybe, maybe that's unfair. <laughs> um, we have this, this image... Uh, the, the clouds have opened up, we have a woman who is uh, backed by the sun, she's standing on the moon uh, and then we have this dragon that wipes away a third of the stars and kind of goes in a direction of almost attacking this woman uh, and uh, wants to eat her child I think is what it says uh, and the child is born and is taken up to God she flees to the desert and we have the, the idea that This child is the one who will bring salvation, and he is the chosen and anointed one. Um, So pretty clear stuff in in a lot of ways. We have the idea of Mary. We have the idea of sin or death or darkness or the devil. Uh, We have her bearing the son who would save the world, and she flees to the desert. Like uh, we know happens with her and Joseph uh, before uh, Jesus is born. Uh, so there's a lot there and a lot of this when, when I read this it takes me back to Genesis and um, the, the story of Adam and Eve and the serpent and the what we call the, the proto-evangelium the first good news where it's said that um, you know he, he will strike at your, your heel and you will strike his head um, it's this whole idea that Eve is the first almost like the first Mary or Mary I guess is the second Eve whichever way you want to look at it Um, but this birth of Christ undoes all of the sin that happened there and then you have this vision in Revelation where it's all happening again and I think a lot of times people look at Revelation as John foreseeing the future in some sort of way versus it's a dream that's being revealed to him these things and so the the symbology and the symbolism that that happens in all of those things. This is very clearly a representation of what's happening with Mary, the devil trying to stop those things from happening, and God is greater than all of that. So this is what happens. Yeah, absolutely. It's of all the the strange kind of images that Revelation
1: has, this one is it's strange, but it's definitely more yeah straightforward in terms of what it might mean. Um, and it's yeah, it very much relates back to that first uh, the the evangelion of just. John is putting you know in this last what ends up being the last book of the Bible is right. drawing back to those images from the very first one which yeah. is very cool
0: yeah I mean there's again like um, numbers have such a significant value in terms of what they represent versus a quantitative value uh, throughout Scripture and so 12 would have very quickly like it talks about the crown that's on her head that has the 12 diadems it's very quickly we Go back to the 12 tribes of Israel, it's, it's looking at all of that again, and so there's a lot with all of the numbers that go into that. Um, but I, I think this is beautiful because it, it talks about this heavenly mother, which assumption is all about, right? right. Uh, from there, we have Paul's letter to the Corinthians. We, we look at what he's talking about with Christ dying, and if we relate this back to Mary and the image of Mary in Revelation to Eve in Genesis. Paul's doing the same thing, but with Adam. And he says, since the beginning of time, death, because of the mistakes that were made. And so if we die in relation to Adam, we also have to understand that we rise in relation to Christ. Christ being the new Adam, right? So we have Mary as the new Eve, we have Christ as the new Adam. And all of this ties together, and he's trying to convince the people of Corinth that death is not the final entertaining these things. It's not where the story ends because we have a life in Christ and in that life with Christ there is the resurrection. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think it's, obviously this reading doesn't necessarily mention Mary or
1: the type of her, but I think right. it points out something that uh, Christians or Catholics at least, tend, at least myself maybe take for granted and that's that Christ became man in order to save us. He, he could have done right. it some other way, but he did it in the way that Adam did broke it. He wanted to fix it in the same way. Yeah. Um, and so him taking that on involved Mary. Um, and it was just that whole aspect of this this particular reading, I think, is yeah. very important.
0: Yeah, and that leads us to our gospel.
1: Right. So we have the, it's the, the visitation, really. Yeah. Um, and so Mary, after she has received this message from the angel Gabriel, uh, learns that she is expecting the Son of God. Uh, she says that she goes in haste to her cousin Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I forget how... Where that distance is, but it's it's not like across the street. Yeah, it's like another town at least. Yeah. Uh, which, as a now pregnant woman, that's it's interesting to see like how just the, the haste there. Uh, but she goes and so uh, her cousin Elizabeth, who the angel said was also expecting, um, who's I guess a little bit further along in that. Uh, she has John the Baptist. Right. Um, and so when she arrives, John the Baptist, I, I forget, he kicks or just leaps, leaps and leaps yeah. in
0: the womb. Yes. is the way that it's um, said. Yeah. that's
1: right. And because he recognizes. That christ is there yeah uh, which is very cool because later on in the gospel he'll be the first one to say there's the lamb of god yeah. um, you know him that guy over there yeah. um, and point him out before anybody else does um, and so elizabeth is catching on to this and she says you know how how is it that the mother of my lord should come to me and explaining yeah. kind of what, what's happening and um, it's and then mary gives this uh, i'm not sure what the proper literary word would be but it's what we call the magnificat it's yeah. the um, it's this, I guess speech is not the right word, but it's a um, her description of how God is glorifying himself through her and how yeah. she is this perfect image a vessel. or vessel yeah. of, of that. Um, not in a bragging way, but entirely saying that whatever great stuff is happening, God's doing it, and I think that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, that's the goal for all of us, right? None of us are born without sin, right? Um, we all have something that, that we struggle with and whatever sin we may have we are still vessels of Christ especially um, you know for for Catholics we receive body, blood, soul and divinity Jesus Christ in the Eucharist at every mass every day um, it's something that, that's available to us 364 days out of the year Right? we take the exception for well you still receive the Eucharist on Good Friday it's just not in the same prayer and the mass but um Yeah, and so if we look at this model of Mary, who very clearly looks at this relationship with Elizabeth and the humility of what is happening to her, um, the same way that we have to humble ourselves and allow Christ to come into our lives, in the same way that Paul is talking about in Corinthians, we need to have the life of Christ in us, and that's the only way to enter into that salvation. Um, and I think that's such a beautiful thing. And I, I think that's obviously the best place to go. As we know every week we, we kind of give a different challenge. Like, become a vessel of Christ this week. Find a way that you can empty the bad things that may be happening in your life to allow him to come into your life. We know that um, here in the Diocese of Dallas, the dispensation for uh, returning to Mass has not been lifted now we were we were all hoping for that and i think they've looked at things and they've seen that uh because people have continued to get sick uh with with covid and different things like that the safe thing to do is to wait um but there's other ways besides coming to mass to empty yourself obviously the mass is a source and summit of our faith that's that's where we want you to be that's where we want to be um but find ways to empty yourself from whatever may be going on in your life to allow Christ to come into your life. It doesn't matter if you're doing um, the prayer for communion that we have online or if you're able to come into the church, that you receive communion. Either way, take a minute to move these troubles that you may be having in life and allow Christ to come into those things. Yeah,
1: and I think at this point, too, just as we're celebrating the Feast of the Assumption, it's, it's not in the reading, so I think it's worth mentioning, especially in light of that, that the assumption is the celebration of Mary at the end of her life being assumed or taken body and soul into heaven. Into heaven. Um, and yeah. it's sort of this uh, foretaste, as we might say, of, of the resurrection in her, that she didn't you know, experience death in the in that same way. And I think it's important as we are still dealing with COVID and we're seeing some sort of dis- disappointing steps back or whatever yeah. it might be, um, realizing that the world is, is broken um, that this is a perfect reminder that in Christ, like the second reading says, we are brought to eternal life um, and there is a hope for an eternal life uh, in Him that is yeah. better than anything we could have here or imagine.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, my my kids used to always say that um, you breathe in the good smell of cookies but they're too hot to touch so you gotta blow on them, so breathe in the life of Christ, blow out the, the bad, the sin. Um, And just relax in that and know that you know this is uh god is in control ultimately that's that's what we need to remind ourselves of and so uh whatever angst whatever anxiety um whatever struggles you may be going through to take a a little while to breathe those things out and breathe in the life of christ and we celebrate our mother mary and her assumption into heaven this weekend and so we hope you can join us for that whether it's online or in person Uh, Until then, we ask that you continue to pray for us and know that we are praying for you as well. God bless.